Welcome to Fat Mascara. It's a special laser episode. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. This is a good episode. I'm really excited about this one. I'm excited about all the science and the lasers. A lot of science. Before we get to that, oh, the guest, we'll talk about it, but oh, yeah. our topics. Okay. We're going to talk, I just cannot get enough of this college scandal that's been going on, and now the beauty world has its own little play in it, and I just want to talk about it with you. Mm, beauty touches everything. It does. And then Amazon is getting into the product development game with a new skincare line. I have news on it. I would like to talk about that as well. And then our guest, this is where the lasers come in, is the fabulous Dr. Robert Analik. He is a laser specialist. I mean, he's also just a world-renowned dermatologist, but he's going to talk to us about all things lasers today. Well, the internet is a titter. (laughs) It has been for weeks. For weeks. I can't believe I still care about this. Honestly, we didn't think we were going to talk about the college scandal. For those of you that are not in the United States, we have lots of listeners not in the United States. I don't know if this is international news. But the FBI uncovered a huge (laughs) scam where rich people were paying thousands and thousands of dollars to sneak their kids into top-tier universities. (laughs) You're still laughing about it. Because it's this is so ludicrous. The funniest part to me is that a lot of the kids, it seemed like, didn't even care. They're like, yeah, Ma, I'm not even going to get into that school. It's fine. Photoshop my head onto that soccer player and let's pretend I play soccer. It is so gross. It's it's, it's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. And it's so, like, unsurprising to me. Oh, yeah. That's the best part that everybody's like, oh, can you? Be? Of course you can believe rich people get away with so much shit. <laughs> this is like another day at the ranch. OK, this is another day. Like, but it, but the funny thing is that, like, there's so many ties to the story in all different industries that we've been uncovering. And beauty had like a little play in it. Right. I couldn't believe it. OK, okay so. so. So every, you know, every time I like go on the Daily Mail, which is like pretty often, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's another like thumbnail size photo of like Lori Loughlin. I can never say her name. Her, her name pissed me off when I was like seven years old and it's pissing me off The now. full house mom. Yeah. She's got like too many vowels. Okay. Mm-hmm. Loughlin. Okay. So now I got to see it again every five minutes. So it's her and her daughter. Um, they're in trouble. <laughs> they're, in, they're in deep trouble. Yeah. And now the beauty thing is that her daughter, Olivia Jane, had apparently she was some big influencer, which she I didn't was. know. I had seen her once on the Today Show. I don't know how many followers she had, but she, she had quite a bit. She was living her life even before she got to college um, as an influencer, yes. an Instagram star. Yeah, access to all that fabulous stuff people want to see pictures of. She had like a, a, her dorm room furnished by Amazon Prime, and she had something that um, you know must be nice. She had a partnership with Sephora. Y'all, we don't even have a partnership okay. with Sephora. Sephora, where is that FM palette, baby? Okay, <laughs> yeah. she had a palette, twenty eight dollar highlighter and bronzer palette, and now Sephora has been like, mm, maybe not such a great idea. Um, to align ourselves with with this, it wasn't just yeah. Sephora. I think she also was doing influencer work for Tresemme. Mm-hmm. I saw a post of hers about the micro mist hairspray once. She likes a level two. 
Yes. I also have to say that wasn't the greatest shot that she did. I think we could have done a better job. Okay, now I'm taking it, making it too No, personal. because the hairspray was visible. And I'm sorry, if you've ever sprayed an aerosol hairspray, you do not see the mist of it in the photo. I also don't use my hairspray outside. Or or <laughs> 24 inches from my head. Right. Okay, now I'm being petty. But, um, she but also, that's why the story is so great. Because every now and then we just need to indulge in a little schadenfreude, you know? Yes, yes. Schadenfreude. Okay, <laughs> okay uh, she also had something with um, Australia. Australian, re- Australian retailer Princess Polly, um, love that name, and that's been taken down as well. Now, here's the thing. I don't want to like, yes, I agree with you with the schadenfreude, um, schadenfreude, however you pronounce it. I totally get why the world is kind of doing like a little jig about this, but it is kind of like mean that everyone's like, not everyone, but a lot of people are commenting on yeah. her stuff, yeah. that is way uncool. It's one thing to like talk with your friend and be like, can you believe that? I cannot believe that they're like hopping on this. Like, can you really not believe the inter- the internet is a safe space where we can all be assholes from our from the safety of our own you little don't phone? Act- you don't actually type things out on people's absolutely stuff. Absolutely not. Oh, I think you're about to say absolutely. No, I'm a nice person. <laughs> but I think what it speaks to is something we've talked about a lot, and you hate the word authenticity. Because if you're oh. going to go and try and sell me something. There's a garbage can right or here. Or I'm sure the head. Amazon, <clears throat> the Tresemme, not an expensive product. Great. Like it's $4.99. Everybody can afford this hairspray. But this is a rich girl who A, didn't, doesn't buy these products and was getting extra money on top of it to shill these products. Mm-hmm. And this is where brands need to be careful who they align themselves with. Completely agree with you there. But I, I think it's complex. We don't know if she knew about what was happening. Uh, we don't know if she knew how she got into college? No, no, we don't. Oh, well. I think she knew she wasn't going to get into college. She went to the consult. Maybe she didn't know the extent. No, I don't know. We don't know if she knew what her mom was doing. I don't know. It's true. It's we don't true. Know, we don't know if she knew what her mom was doing. I think she, shame on Laura Lachlan. So you okay? feel like people can can dog on her online on the mom, but like the girl might be. She don't. Yeah. I don't know if we. Re- we don't know. Listen, my, right. my gut says maybe we maybe she had an inkling. I don't know. But yeah, but we don't know. And I feel like she's still like, I don't know if she's a kid. I don't know. But it's still kind of crappy. Like. If your parent does something that, like, they might go to prison for, that is, like, trauma enough. Do you know what I mean? That's dark. That's heavy. It is. But... I do. Do I do I want to be best friends with her? Do I think that this is a this is the person who we should all be looking up to? I'm looking at a photo of her right now. Do I nice cheekbones? I don't know. (laughs) I I hear you, but I also think these girls even. If they're, they sign contracts and there's a character clause in them, I am sure, and they should read the fine lines. If you're representing a brand, you, sorry, you had it coming. But I don't think she necessarily knew. Oh, poor Olivia Jean. I'm crying all the way to her Lamborghini <laughs> or whatever she drives. No, I'm not saying I that. Know, I, I know. I, know I, I just don't think it's cool to like. But you understand why brands are dropping her. Yes, because of this, the way this whole thing smells bad. Yes. But these are still kids. and They're, they're still kids. You don't know what the hell right. they knew. Their family's going through an absolute nightmare right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's self-inflicted, but it, they're not I, – I just – I don't know if Fat you know, Mascara listeners, please have a little compassion and do not go on her social media and be mean. I just think that's gross. But you can DM me anything you want to say. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Jess, it's happened. Amazon, Jeff Bezos, they've officially taken over everything. Okay. They are making a product line. And it speaks to something that we talked about on, I believe, last last week. Remember we were talking about crowdsourced beauty. Who has more crowdsourcing data than Amazon? Oh, it's so scary. Okay, so they're looking and they're seeing what beauty products play online. Obviously, skincare is hot right now. They came out with a skincare line. Nowhere is their Amazon branding. Um, And I went and learned about it. I have to say, I'm impressed. I went in there wanting to be like, really? But they did a good job. Like, these are the products that you want for a little bit less money, but super high quality. Give it a try. What is this? Belay? So the name of the brand is, um, the only thing I don't like about it, to be perfectly honest, is the name. Belay, I think it is. And it's a a sort of made of believe. It's part of believe, but belay. 
There's listen. Every name is taken at this. You point. know what's so funny? Look at that retinol cream. Does not feel like it has a retinol cream in it. But I think a lot of these products, if you guys so you like, like these pumps, I saw that in your on you put this on our Instagram. I don't I don't pump. like these pumps. <laughs> That's one of our listeners called so the cap stupid. <laughs> um it's an airless um, pump actuator where this the cream comes out from the center of the top of the product. I love an airless product. You can use less preservatives. That's a great product. Fine. They also did a CE Ferulic serum. Correct me if I'm wrong, not many people do this other than skin with the ferulic yeah. also. I think that's nice that they've done a CE ferulic type serum because you know what? I People DM me asking for a dupe like on a regular basis. And I'm like, I don't know. Um, it's an expensive product. And now I feel bad because I don't have the price on this one, but we'll put it on but the blog for isn't everything on, on, in this line that's under like $30 or something Yeah, like it's, it's definitely less expensive than SkinCeuticals. Yeah. That's for sure. What um, isn't? <laughs> True. But th- that's the other thing that sort of I worry about, that the, the brands that innovated and, and found a way to get Ferulic in with CE to play nicely and be photostable, they did all that science. And then, you know, five years later, you can you can work backwards from their product. They buy the good product. They work backwards and, like, formulate it this way. But I don't think— I haven't I, tried that one yet, guys, so I can't tell you But I, I don't believe that you can dupe SkinCeuticals. I don't know. I haven't used that one yet, but I like that they know what's playing. They can see where which products are hot and which products people want, and they're giving you that version of it. There's an mm-hmm. oil-free moisturizer with SPF 50, which is nice. That's nice. Um, triple peptide eye cream. You were just talking about how let's not do derma rollers. You prefer a peptide. Let's do a peptide. You're definitely not going to do a derma roller around your eye. So no. here's a peptide eye don't cream. Don't have a death wish. A micellar face um, wipe. These were just some of my favorites. There's like a charcoal face mask. I feel like anybody could do that. That's not like anything special to me like the retinol product it feels like a really nice moisturizer is is cool and the ce ferulic and you know i love a a makeup wipe so these micellar wipes are really nice okay Um, i expect we're going to see more um retailers leading the game as far as where products go they see all the data they know across brands what's selling and then they're going to tell the brands listen you know what's hot right now my cells give us more my cells so I feel like it used to be the product, the brands that were leading and the retailers are sort of moving in there. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, this really is like very similar to what we chatted about last week. It's the brands are like have the big resources and they're like, why are we asking? Why are we looking for why, why are we shopping elsewhere to serve our customers? Let's just do it ourselves and do it better or cheaper. Um, but to that point that we made, I don't see anything super innovative here. Well, it, I was about to say you said better or cheaper. I question the better because it's... The line is not better because there's nothing new. But maybe you made the pro- took the product that was popular and sort of like tweaked it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think like sometimes you have to kind of... It's like we talked about this with content. Like we created this podcast, you know, really four years ago. You guys know that we were in a third year, but we're working on it for really almost like four years. And now it's funny. Sorry, this sounds very like crotchety, but like now old fashioned. (laughs) Call me old fashioned. I know how much you guys liked that segment last time. Um, (laughs) But like now everyone's getting into podcasts, not everyone, but a lot of people. And it's not something that you can just like quickly like retrofit or like, you know, you got to, okay. We're gonna get, we're gonna get a host. You're we're right. Gonna, uh, you know, it kind of has to come from a place of genuine um, expertise in an area yes. and authority and X, Y, and Z. And and I see people like getting into like the skincare game or the this game or the other thing. Um, I don't think I think people can kind of sniff that out, and they want it from a brand that actually has experience. 
right. in that area. Well, I can say Amazon had the money to get people that know what they're doing to work on these. Yeah, Amazon, maybe. But maybe yeah. Amazon. I heard they... That's they... A, and that's what it was. Ultimately, yeah. I went into this very cynically. But then I was like, you know what? They did their homework. So I appreciate yeah. that. But but keep your eye out because we also know of some other I states. see a lot of this There's lately. A, you'll see in a couple months, We like sometimes we have to sign embargoes on lines we're not allowed to talk about until they actually launch. But there's going to be more of this to come and we'll continue to talk about it. Yes. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia. And guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's Superpower Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, 
when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. We are here with Robert Analik, MD. He's a board-certified dermatologist specializing in cosmetic dermatology and laser skin surgery. He's also a clinical assistant professor of dermatology at the NYU School of Medicine. And we are already giggling like crazy because I do not think he likes being in this little studio. <laughs> well, there's very little ultraviolet rays, so I'm very impressed. That's true. Our yeah. soundproof studio is kind of small. He said it looked like the Instagram tiny room. Yes. <laughs> Let's get that started. I don't know, like that studio. I yeah, don't know. Hashtag yes. Yeah. Welcome, Dr. Alex. Thanks, thanks Welcome. You came here after a tough day at work, a long day. All day injections. Injecting, lasering, all day. Hours and hours of it. All right, we're going to get to that. Yeah, sure. Um, I was about to say, you look quite youthful. You oh, are thanks. a very like, youthful person. I feel you have a very young energy. I, I love feel that. You remind Not bad me. For 82. I, <laughs> I never said this to you, but you remind me of like my friend. Uh, uh-huh. And he, like, he's very, like, we have been friends since we were like 14. Yeah. And I feel like he still looks like that. And you remind me of him. It's oh, a like, very that. youthful vibe. I love that. But the funniest thing is, like, you, I feel I've known your name forever. And you are, like, kind of legend in the oh, business. My I'm going to come here every day if I hear this. You're going to come back to this little, like, I look hut. youthful, I'm legendary. <laughs> this little, like, Hansel and Gretel house. <laughs> um, but you've been, like, you're a top guy. So Thanks. What This is a little bit of an embarrassing question, but, like, what does it take to be, like, a top guy? I always wonder, like, who makes these, like, top guy lists oh my in, in dermatology? He was on Harper's Bazaar's list once, right? He, yeah, well, he's, he's called on our, you the he, top yeah, he's on our anti-aging awards panel, but yeah. he's also like, <laughs> I mean, you are like the guy. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, you know, a lot of it's like anything, hard work and luck. And, um, you know, I've been working at this for years and years and years. And when I was finishing my medical training in medical school, I looked at dermatology. I started focusing that. And within dermatology, there's so many different areas to specialize in from rashes and skin cancer and cosmetic work. I just had a knack for this. I did a lot of clinical research in this area, and then my outcomes were really good. So I just kept evolving with mm-hmm. this, and and I think a lot of my patients like the aesthetic that I have, and and so that's why it's taken off. What's the aesthetic that you have? 
I do think that a lot of cosmetic dermatologists have a gathering of patients who continue to come and then their friends come along. And you can kind of get a sense of how people look. Some people, you know, in Miami and Los Angeles, it is true that some people go to more extreme looks, you know, maybe lips that are too large for a face to look natural or too much of this or too frozen that. And I really lean towards that more natural side. And I think that most of my patients walking out the door, you'll see that they look fresh, they look youthful, like your friend, I guess, but they look <laughs> they look natural, and I think that people know that they don't have to be afraid if they walk in, and they're going to walk out looking good, too. Mm. You also have a reputation as, like, the laser guy, oh, right? I love that, too. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, it's, and your practice is laser and skin surgery. It's right there in the name, right? Sure. We do a lot um, of it. Okay. Lasers can be very confusing. Very. Not, and other light devices as well, so I feel like we need to do a little physics lesson before yeah. we get into this episode. Yes. Dr. Alec. What is a laser yeah, and I, how does it work? I, I love that question Okay, uh, because they're not all the same. Um, let's talk about physics. Beams of light are forms of energy. And that form of energy can either bounce off of something and it goes into our eyes and we see the colors. So if something looks yellow, it's because a beam of light bounces off something and comes into our eyes and we see yellow. Or a beam of light can target something and instead of bouncing off, it can be absorbed by that target. So we use lots of different lasers to target specific things in the skin by using wavelengths of light that will be absorbed by that target. So if we're targeting pigment, we have lots of different wavelengths that can be absorbed well by pigment particles called melanin. If we're targeting blood and birthmarks and blood vessels that are just a cosmetic nuisance, we have other lasers that can specifically target those. But we have to know how to use them, why we use them, different wavelengths, different energies based on the size of the blood vessel, let's say, if it's large or if it's small. And then we do use a lot of other lasers that are absorbed by especially water. Water sits around all the collagen in our skin. So if we can create pinpoint heat among all those layers of water around the collagen. Using light. We're using light. Okay. We are stimulating a heat response and a collagen building response, almost like tricking the skin into a healing phase mm -hmm. where it recognizes damage from the sun and the ability to produce new collagen to restore or rejuvenate the skin. And how would a laser be different than something like... LED lights, light-emitting diodes and treatments with that, or IPL, intense pulsed light. Is right. that still a laser? They're not. So okay. people call anything that uses energy a laser. I've mm. noticed that not just with IPL, which is technically not a laser, but even things like uh, all therapy and thermage and cool sculpting. And those are like radio frequencies. Totally different. Exactly. Not a laser. There are other forms of okay. energy. So there's the you know, Einstein really is behind all of our beautiful skincare. Nice. <laughs> this idea of this electromagnetic <laughs> you know uh, energy spectrum that we can choose from. Um, these all sit within this. So there's light and there's radio frequency and other forms. So yes, tightening devices like thermage use radio frequency. IPL is actually using many wavelengths of light. So we're not just targeting one that's absorbed by a specific target, but instead you're shining a bright light. Okay. I, I do favor certain strategies for targeting certain things. And there is some overlap. Thermage has nothing to do much with a laser, but IPL does have some overlap, meaning an IPL stands for intense pulse light. You can target blood. You can target pigment. You can target collagen with this sort of device. But I generally find that it's not going to do something that um, a laser can do as well. So if I, if I was, a let's say, a rash dermatologist, a skin cancer specialist, but I wanted something or I was in a rural area where I didn't have cosmetic patients all day where I was specializing in this, I could use an IPL to address a number of cosmetic concerns that a patient has. Okay. But if somebody had 
you know, real frustrations with blood vessels or real frustrations with pigment, I'd be encouraging them to use certain lasers that I would have. And it's a luxury. We have everything so we can pick and choose from so many so options. So lasers are like the big guns, literally. They are. And like yeah. you picture them like guns, So here's, right? yeah, here's a question. Like, you know, are la- I know that lasers have been around for a long time, like just as a, you know, a tool in the world. Yes. But have lasers in skincare been used as aggressively as they are now, or is this kind of like a newer thing? Well, they keep getting better and better. And so what that means to me is more effective and safer. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the 1960s, there was a laser um, called the Ruby laser that was in early, developed early on. And I don't think they understood how they were going to be using this. Now, on a routine basis, I reach for a Ruby laser. But this laser can have good energies and large spot sizes, and I can target pigment particles because that beam of light that comes out of a ruby laser is absorbed by the pigment particle. So uh, it is evolving over time. Um, all right. So we were talking about you know the person who might just use IPL for this and the other thing, but you have all these you know this amazing tool chest and lasers. Can yes. I go with my arsenal, my weapon analogy? <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> so, I'm trying not to make this frightening. <laughs> sorry. You know what's frightening? And I just want to say this, and, and I hope everyone really hears me. I'm thinking about. I guess this is with any doctor, you know, anyone who has, you know, tools that could help you or harm you. This feels so sophisticated. My eyes did kind of glaze over for a second when you were like talking about (laughs) at one point. I'm thinking like you need somebody behind like you need an expert with this stuff. Like, you don't I want, want him to have master's level physics knowledge. Master's. No, forget that. Like, yeah, yeah. Doctorate with like extra bonus levels. Like, yeah. okay, uh, like, I will tell you, though, you know, I, I remember a dermatologist who's very funny said that, you know, our field is shooting itself in the foot because we're developing so many technologies that are so safe. So people really feel like cowboys out there, like anybody can do this. And the, I, I, even yesterday, I saw a patient come in who a couple of years ago went somewhere. It was, I th- she said it was her internist who does mostly family care and primary care, but decided that she was going to buy a laser or two. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to have her redness treated. Now, she didn't think twice about, this is her doctor. I understand that. You have, mm-hmm. There's some level of you know respect and authority. You feel like this person knows what they're doing. But this poor patient who was going to have blood vessels treated on her face, she has a really big scar on her forehead. And that was from the laser yeah. use, being oh, used improperly. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Like, so that should never happen. And if you don't, yes, uh, these things can be simplified, but there's such a safety factor here. And you just don't want to mess around with it. It's not If it's not your field, you shouldn't be working with it. And patients, please ask, are you a board-certified dermatologist? Do you do this every day? These are really important questions that you know you're being treated in a safe way. There's there's such a specificity to everything you're talking about. And like, I can turn the laser up a little bit this much, or maybe this one is the better thing. Like, there, it feels so sophisticated, or is so sophisticated that this is frightening to think that there are little like laser, you know, wizards around here just being like... Y- y- there's so many little shops. I've seen so many town people with janky tattoo removal because they went to like the drive-by <laughs> laser place, yeah. and then it bubbles up, and they end up with a burn. It's and really scary. It's, yeah. yeah, there's just it, it. It's almost being seen as like, oh, they'll just laser it. You know, exactly. I've heard, I've heard things like that. that. Yeah. So anyway, so I want to get into just some specific concerns because I know people have probably listen, are probably listening, thinking, you know, I have this is a laser the answer. Right. So. What about if you're somebody that has dark spots? Um, I'm going to call them sunspots, yeah. but is that is that the right term? Yeah. Um, that's one of the biggest examples of brown spots on the face. So something that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. So you can have uh, – the medical term for a, what people call a sunspot is a solar lentigo. 
I don't okay. want your eyes to glaze over again. So, <laughs> oh, no, look at me. I'm like, yeah. more. Let's do it. <laughs> but there's other kinds. There's uh, ones that don't come out because of sun. They're just coming out genetically. And there are other fre- like the freckles. Freckles, freckles so are a little different as well. I was going to get to that. But if you're going to bring it up, let's let's do yeah. it. Like, but what's the difference have... between freckles, which I wasn't born with as a baby? Right. You know, I wasn't like a freckly baby. Like, right. they form. Right. I'm predisposed to freckling. Right. Right. But, you know, like my friend, um, I'll just call her E, she texted me the other day and she was like, um, you know, I have a dot on my nose, and right. I'm like, I have many. That's so e. It's so <laughs> 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 it is so e. She wants to go get it removed. Right. I'm like, well, my whole face is dots. So, right. like, what's the difference? Right. Well, if you have one spot that really stands out, I could understand why cosmetically you'd want it removed. Mm-hmm. But another reason to see a dermatologist for a laser treatment is you want to make sure this is not, God forbid, a cancer yeah. or mm-hmm. something dangerous mm-hmm. that could happen. Um, if yeah, I. There's a lot of different reasons why you have spots. And, you know, you don't have to go and treat every freckle on your face. In fact, I don't even encourage that. If someone is naturally somewhat freckly and they're friends and people know them that way, you can keep a lot of that and still look beautiful. Are these solar litigants? It's too dark in this dark room. This little square box that you guys see have. See if Jess's freckles are indeed. <laughs> well, that, if you but can't really see freckle, them that well. A freckle well. tends to get darker with more sun exposure and yeah. start to fade uh, when you have less sun exposure. So you definitely see those come out in the summers. There are other sun brown spots that kind of stay the way they are that come about after years of sun exposure that we call solar lentigo or sunspots. And there are other sun spot, brown spots that just come about because they're going to come about. We call them simple lentigo. And there's other brown spots too. There are benign growths that are so common. They sound crazy called seborrheic keratoses. When they're flat, they can look like a sunspot, like mm-hmm. a flat brown spot. There's a special term for that, but I won't say because it'll glaze over for you. Mm-hmm. But there are thicker ones too. So mm-hmm. any of these really thin, small, dark brown spots that are on your body, especially mm-hmm. the face, that seems to be the primary that bothers people, but the neck and the chest too, and the hands, you can use lasers to target the pigment of that spot and make it go away. There are many types of lasers that you can use to accomplish this. There, I mentioned the ruby laser earlier. This is one of what we call Q-switched lasers. Mm-hmm. Q-switched is a physics term, but in general, we refer to them as Q-switched lasers. And there's Q-switched ruby lasers and Q-switched YAG lasers and Q-switched Alexandrite lasers. And we have all of them in our office. And I sometimes pick and choose between different ones based on what the background skin type is. So if somebody okay. has very fair skin like you, Jessica, I could really use any of those lasers, but I would probably use a ruby laser. But I wouldn't use that on someone who has darker skin. Like if a patient comes in with Indian skin or um, Asian skin, I have to be more cautious because they have a natural higher quantity of pigment in the background. So there are certain lasers that I can use that are safer in that setting. Now, you didn't mention black skin or African-American skin. Is that because people with really dark skin have to steer away from lasers? I know that used to be a concern, but what's going on with that now? People with black skin absolutely can have laser treatment. There are certain things that you can do far more easily, and there are certain things that you have to do extremely cautiously. So when you're talking about a dark brown spot, it is very challenging to treat a dark brown spot that's darker than the surrounding skin on black skin. Right. You can absolutely do it, but I, if I was in this setting where somebody came in and they had lots of them, I would try one first with certain parameters, certain safety profile, and make sure that you get a good result. The biggest concern with treating a brown spot on anybody's skin, whether it's fair skin or darker, is that you could alter the background pigment of the normal skin. You don't want to leave that- Like a halo effect or something. A halo effect, or if you, let's say, get rid of that brown spot, you don't want to leave a lighter area behind it. Now, that's extremely uncommon when things are done extremely safely. But when you're talking about a setting of a dark brown spot on darker 
uh, black skin, it's much more challenging. And you wouldn't want to just treat 50 spots without making sure that it was going to be perfect. Mm. Do you think it's going to always be like that? Or do you think that no. the lasers are getting better? I think lasers are getting better. And I think that um, you know there are other strategies that might come about that allow us to do different things that we don't know about yet. I know we have some more concerns we wanted to ask you about, but this yeah. made me think, if I go to a doctor's office and they only have one laser and they're like really convincing me, mm. oh yeah, this is going to do it, should I be wary? You should. They should have a whole They made a big investment <laughs> in one technology and they're going to want to use it. Now, I really feel that most doctors are ethical and I really, I, I, just, I just find that in as a general community they are, but there's definitely going to be some push on their end to be able to pay off this one device and also they want to make you happy and they want to use what they have. How much and do these devices would, cost you guys? A lot. Like hundreds, thousands of yes, dollars. Yes. And how many of these little robot-y, rolled round machines do you have in your office? Too many. <laughs> so, like but you, you like have dozens? To, so many, yes. Really? But the re, you know, you can do that if you're using them a lot and you're treating a lot of patients and, um, you know, you're, it, it makes sense. And you also test these things for some of the oh, sure. companies, We have I'm a sure. clinical trials department in our office and we have probably 20 clinical trials going on right now. Oh, wow. Many of them are with um, lasers that we're using. I and some of them little, are not like, lasers. Like little R2-D2, who's the guy from Star, <laughs> Star Wars? Right? R2- they all yes. kind of look like That's that. That's my medical That's assistant. That's funny. I was, <laughs> I was picturing the Muppets, like those, like the scientist Muppets. Oh, no, I meant the laser machine, oh, uh, not yeah. him. Oh, I was you picturing, mean the crazy yeah, white hair? Yeah, and... yeah, I was picturing them like doing <laughs> tests. That's so, this is why we're not doctors. I can make them look a lot more useful. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, can we go on to another, another concern? Yes, yeah. please. Okay. Um, what about how do you treat someone who has broken blood vessels or redness on their face? That seems like a very different concern. Yeah. So it, it's a completely different approach in terms of what lasers we would use and how we would use it. Um, we would be using lasers that have wavelengths of light that target the blood. Um, the very common ones out there that you can see if your doctors out there have, if you're looking for them, are things like the V-beam laser, which is a type of pulse dye laser. But a V-beam can be very effective at pushing away redness and broken capillaries on the face. And um, again, because we have so many things, when I treat redness in my office, I use two lasers at once. I use that V-beam laser, and I also use something called an XLV laser. And the reason is that all these lasers and how we use them have advantages. And the XLV laser is far superior in my mind at getting rid of little lines and dots as opposed to the background pink discoloration. So do you know what I mean by that? Like the telegnacia things. Telangiectasia. Yeah, around your nostrils a lot of people have them. So if you see the little red lines that we call telangiectasia around the nose – and little, there's little red dots on the body sometimes that have a cute name called cherry angiomas. Oh, oh, we talked I about did that. DIY dermatology on my cherry angiomas. <laughs> Early episode. Everybody go back. But continue. Uh-huh. Um, but, man, those can really be eliminated so quickly and easily when I use this XLV laser. But, again, it's based on a different laser technology uh, than what the V-beam laser is. Which is more for, like, a rosacea-y face with, exactly. like, a, okay, a lot it. of background pink. And a good example, a way to understand that is if you've seen people who have those port wine stains, those birthmarks, mm-hmm. you don't see actual little red lines and dots. Instead, it just looks pink. Yeah, I can use a V-beam laser to eliminate that in a different way than I treat just broken capillaries that are cosmetically frustrating. But that's the kind of background pink that we can target beautifully with a V-beam laser. So if you are looking to treat that and you see a doctor's office that has an XLV or a V-beam laser, they'll likely be able to help you well as long as they're experienced and they know what they're doing. 
You're like an artist, like painting with light. <laughs> I, I, was think, I was thinking like, oh, he's like a chef. Like a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's somewhat, like, it's somewhat like that. So it's not, I think a lot of people, you know, I'm sure you hear this as a doctor. People, maybe not so much with lasers, but certainly with like injectables. Mm-hmm. People come in and they say like, I want Juvederm. <laughs> or right. like, I want, you know, a right. Botox is maybe a little or, bit too or broad. Or Fraxel, we said a lot. Yeah, we, we were just literally saying that when you walked in, we're like, you know, my friend has asked me for a Fraxel who like literally did not know, you know, right. she can't name one dermatologist. You know, she's <laughs> Like I need fracks. Yeah, she's like, give it to me. Like looking to the sky. <laughs> and what does that even mean, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm sure, like you know, with lasers, do people ever like come in and tell you what they want, or is it just like they're like, help me fix this? Like, is there a right. brand awareness with with lasers? There is some brand awareness. You're right that Fraxel is probably the highest brand awareness when it comes to a laser. Mm-hmm. Um, as and Botox is the highest brand awareness for a you know an injectable. Um, but there's a lot out there. The people who come out looking the best are those who say, what should I do? They just show right. you their concern yeah. and let you treat yeah. it. Um, and then you can make a lot – I can make a lot of recommendations as to what will help the most. I think one big difference in getting any of these things done – I mean you asked about the brown spot and, and, and the blood vessels. What I also have to factor in when I'm giving advice is what can people do socially? I mean what sort of social downtime can people have? Are people professional and busy and running around? They can't look like they've had anything done the next day or not. That affects what we can choose to do. With a brown spot, if we want to eliminate it, I can use many of those lasers that I mentioned, these Q-switched lasers. The problem is that you will be left on your face on that spot with a scab that will be there probably up to a week or so. So how can you do that if you're in front of people every single day? That's Mm -hmm. challenging. But if you have blood vessels, you can really do that pretty easily and the next day look pretty great. But with that, you do sometimes have to do that a few times to get your optimal result Mm -hmm. as opposed to when you treat the brown spot and you do get left with a scab – Often that spot, that spot is entirely gone you, with one cry. You brought up another concern. I think you're like, I have to worry about downtime. You know what else we have to worry about as patients is price. Like, sure. I know it varies so much depending on where you live, the type of doctor you have. But just to give us a ballpark, like, what is the biggest number that someone has walked out of your office after laser treatment and, like, had to pay? It's we Jessica. Have to, we, yeah. So what did Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> like, are we talking uh, five digits? Uh, well, oh, easily no. twenty thousand dollars. I mean, I can't get into all that, but it can be. It can His be. Business it can be expensive. Kill him. It can be expensive, and but that's you know, no one should ever feel pressure about that um, when they're getting a consultation with whoever they're seeing. Um, I discuss this with patients. I can make recommendations, and when people ask me what they should do, a lot of it will be influenced by social downtime and what sort of things they can spend their money on, mm-hmm. and if they. If they need to strategize and optimize because they can't do everything, that's okay. Um, I, I I enjoy helping them prioritize what will make the biggest cosmetic impact and what they should focus on and what they should not focus on. But I feel like sometimes doctors, when you go in the office, they don't know the prices and they just recommend and then they're like, go talk to my business manager. Is it okay for a patient ever to ask the doctor, like, how much is that going to cost? Right. I, I think that absolutely a patient should feel totally comfortable saying, you know, I really can't do all this or I can't do all that and help me figure out what's the best strategy with mm-hmm. what I can do. And that's totally fair. And everyone should feel comfortable in any doctor's office. I, I can't stand that idea that someone might feel pressure from a doctor. And nobody should ever feel that way. Yeah. So that's they should nice book like hear. a con- consultation Absolutely. first before they like go in. are a big part guns of. Guns blazing. I need Fraxel, right? <laughs> right, right. I get it. I get yes. it. And we're going to talk about what Fraxel is in a second. <laughs> should we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't we We keep on mentioning Fraxel? Since it is this one, this a treatment that keeps yeah. on coming up a bit more, what is it exactly? And who is it good for? Yeah. So Fraxel, I mean, I laugh. Patients sometimes ask me that, and I say, frankly, Fraxel is good for everybody. The reason I say that is that it is a collagen stimulator. 
everyone's going to have weakening of their collagen layer as we naturally age. This is one of the ones that does that water boiling thing that you were talking about to make. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Got it. Yeah. See, her eyes didn't glaze over. Oh, I love this. <laughs> stuff. I'm, so, I'm still with you. I just like listen. Just like do it. Don't tell me about it. Just like I need it, it to work. So big picture, the Fraxel, when you have that done, the goal is to improve fine lines and texture and to brighten the overall skin tone. Mm-hmm. There are several types of Fraxels that have the Fraxel brand name. There are two types of mild Fraxel Clear and Brilliance. There's two middle-intensity Fraxels called the Fraxel Restore or the Fraxel Restore Dual. And there's a very strong Fraxel called the Fraxel Repair. There are many other kinds of lasers. I think I need repair. (laughs) You you don't. Um, There are many other lasers out there that are similar to Fraxel. And I do find that sometimes people refer to everything as Fraxel that are similar. They're not all the same. Mm -hmm. But where the name Fraxel comes from is it is a fractional laser. So what that means is part of these advances in lasers that we've had since the 1960s when these were really being developed in labs is that when the laser touches the skin, it doesn't have to touch 100% of the surface, but instead can touch the skin in a fractional pattern or a pixelated pattern like newspaper prints or computer screen pixels. And we can control what percentage of the skin is touched and what percentage of the skin is not touched. And that is helpful because if you leave behind a small percentage of untouched skin throughout all the treated area, the skin heals more rapidly and it's so much safer. Back in the 80s and 90s when people would have these heavy-duty resurfacing lasers or deep dermabrasion or deep chemical peel that wiped off 100% surface of the skin, the skin could either come out beautiful oh or up to 20 to 25% of the time there could be scarring and depigmentation. This is like the Samantha Jones in Sex and the City. Right. I, uh, people refer to that all the time, and I have to see that episode. <laughs> Just trust us. I'll, it's send you, I'll send you a clip. Send me the clip. It's, you'll get it. You'll laugh. But I think that what I've heard about it so many times from my patients, but I think that with that, it was the aftermath, right? Looking she can't go and, to like the book party. Right, yeah. right. So you can still look like that as you're healing based on which laser treatment we're talking about. But because the lasers are fractional, they're so safe. With the strongest version of the Fraxel that we were talking mm-hmm. about, we published a study of 2,000 patients treated in our office, and none of them had scarring or depigmentation. And I couldn't say that would happen, even with the most optimal skill for the technology that was around in the 80s and 90s. What wow. about melasma? I've heard some people, it's like this running underground myth that Fraxel <laughs> like, <laughs> triggers melasma. Does it? Uh, well, it's not a myth. Um, if somebody is going to have melasma, they're going to have melasma. Melasma is this pigmentation that appears on mostly women's skin. The vast majority, 95% or more of the people that have melasma are women. Um, it's a strange pigmentation that appears often between the eyebrows, on the upper lip, and on the cheeks. Um, it's genetically driven. And then there are things that um, stimulate it to appear on the skin. And hormones are, women's hormones are a big reason for it. So that's why most are women. So pregnancy called, yeah, can bring pregnancy it out. Birth mask, control can, can bring it out. Exactly. Mask mm-hmm. and pregnancy is the name that they've given to it. But even just starting birth control can bring, can bring it out. Um, but it's not always only hormonally driven. It can be driven tremendously by the sun. So a lot of sun exposure can bring it out. Um, so there are ways to treat it. And there are, are things that can make it worse. Um, I've... I would never say that Fraxel could um, make somebody get melasma because they're probably going to get it anyway. Okay. But if you have something that's very strong and irritating on the skin and you have melasma, it can make the melasma worse. Mm, the so, irony here. You're trying to like, yeah. it's fix a tug skin of war. tone and then you make it. It is. Yeah. It's a tug of war. So there are strategies for uh, melasma. And uh, I use the mildest version of that Fraxel called the Clear and Brilliant and specifically the Fraxel Clear and Brilliant Permea, which is technically a certain wavelength of light that we use with that version of the Clear and Brilliant. And it is remarkably helpful for melasma. 
There is no cure for melasma. It is so frustrating. When somebody comes in with that cherry angioma that you described or the sunspot that you mm. were describing earlier, I can very often confidently say, I really think this is going to go away. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this once or twice, and we're all going to be thrilled. When I have patients coming in for melasma, I don't have that level of confidence that it's just going to go away. Mm. In fact, I doubt it will just all go away. But I think that most people who do try to treat it with all the technology that we have available can have their melasma improve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other frustrating thing that all of my melasma patients have to keep in mind is that there is not a cure. So if we work on this and it gets better, but then they go out in the sun, it's right. going to it's come like, back. Right. So it's I had, a treatment. I had, it's when you mentioned the clear and brilliant. Um, I did that in your office. Mm -hmm. It was so, I mean, it sounds like it was so great. It looked so amazing. <laughs> but I really did see a great difference. You know, Good. some people think that clear and brilliant you need to do it three or four times and then you see something. No, I did it once. Good. And people actually did notice. I didn't wear makeup for like a month. It was great. Good. Um, but I know that you know, when I left the office, I did say like, oh, P.S., I'm going to Florida in like, you know, a week or two. Right. I bought a big coolie bar sun hat. I brought my 100 SPF. I was like, you know, I looked, I was like a nun at Protecting the beach. Protecting your investment. <laughs> yes, exactly. Good. Um, because I knew, you know, listen, I had an appointment with Robert Analik. I'm not going to mess that up. <laughs> come on, are you kidding? But um, I, I also, I wanted to know, like, I'm sure people come into your office and then they they maybe don't always follow doctor's orders. Like, oh, of what, what are some of the things that people do? And, you know, for anyone contemplating a laser treatment um, or really just any, like, you know, big derm, mm -hmm. derm, you know, investment, what do you think that they need to do? Or, like, you know, what should they really listen to you about? Right. Well, I do laugh when people don't use sunscreen. I mean, that, 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 he laughs. So it's He's so, walking down the street it's so, like it's absurd because they come <laughs> in absurd. hoping to improve their skin, mm -hmm. but ninety percent of the frustrations on our skin is from the sun. And I'm amazed also when people go and they say that they're using all these fancy products, but they're not using sunscreen because they're investing all this time and energy in something that's supposed to help their skin when they're not doing the number one product. And does that mean like? Um, you can tell I feel badly about this because I put on sunscreen in the morning, but I'm really tr I'm really trying though to top up in the middle of the day. It doesn't always happen. Are you kind of like uh, a, a stickler about that? Like if you're at the beach, absolutely. No, I mean like but work. If you're day. in this sort of black box that we're sitting, I'm in right literally now, you don't still it. freaking out about our tiny studio. <laughs> I feel like he thinks I feel like, like it we're got gonna smaller. Like, <laughs> do, do you have like a? Well, I'm claustrophobic. This is like. Do you think we're gonna like kidnap you? I don't know what's gonna happen. Why don't you text I your wife? Like just open let the her door. Know we're gonna suddenly be in like Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs> then we'd make the big bucks. That's also a time machine and you can move through space. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, so we're sun safe in here. Oh yeah, we got so, that. But what are, you, what are patients doing that yeah, are just are kind they? of ruining their skin aside from that uh, and protecting their investment? When you have these sorts of laser treatments, you don't want to be tan before you do it and you don't want to get a lot of sun exposure in the days that follow. But the duration of how much time before and after has a lot to do with how strong the laser treatment is. Mm. And you can figure that out based on how much downtime you expect to have. Mm. So if you're going to have a procedure where you're going to be a little flushed pink for a few hours, I just ask people to be careful for a couple of days before and you know several days after. So the fact that you went to the beach, it was a week after we did the it, clear it was, like, it was about like 10 days after. Yeah, yeah. That, that was fine. If you had asked me, I would have said that was fine. I don't remember mm. if you asked or not. But it was it would have been fine uh, because I think I, I asked like as I was like walking out probably as, as we were bye. finished. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to Miami. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> but it would have been fine, and it is fine, and nothing bad happens no. right? because you you use the sunscreen and the cool bar yes. and all that stuff. So um, the reason we want people to be careful is that when the skin gets irritated or inflamed, even in a controlled way with the laser, which is actually helping the skin. 
if that get, interacts with pigmented skin beyond your normal pigment or you get a lot of sun exposure, that combination of inflammation and ultraviolet light exposure can leave some sort of pigmentation on the surface of the skin. PIH. PIH. death of me. Post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Yeah. But PIH, yeah. So it, it, it is frustrating. So um, that, yeah. What about like if there is some irritation? What are some of the aftercare products that you like to recommend? Because I know you can't really use a lot of active ingredients right after you get a treatment, right? Right. So if what you're, I-, I wouldn't ever encourage somebody to use um, irritating ingredients in the days following while something is resolving. So you know, I, I wouldn't you encourage you to go home and use your salicylic acid wash and your benzoyl peroxide wash and your you know any sort of these irritating products. Uh, the day after you have um, a Fraxel, since we're talking about Fraxel. Because your skin is going to be pink and a little swollen. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be dry and flaky, and it's not going to respond well to further irritation. So do I just slather on, like, petroleum jelly, or is there, like— Don't do that either. You know, okay. there's a tendency out there for people to grab Vaseline, right, because it's so hydrating in their mind. The problem is that that is completely occlusive. So if you slather that over your whole face, which I think some people do even when we say don't, and they break out with acne because the pores are all clogged. But you can definitely hydrate well with any sensitive skin moisturizer. I mean, there's so many out there. The Neutrogenas and Cetaphils and CeraVes and Oilable Is Aquaphor more breathable? My friend who's a derm, she's like, I always suggest Aquaphor over Vaseline. These are just brand names, but there's other products like that because it is a little bit breathable. Is that true? It's more that it's more um, hydrating because Aquaphor and Vaseline don't differ except that Aquaphor also has lanolin in it, which is a moisturizing agent. Okay. So it's it, it feels a little nicer, sits a little nicer. Unless you have a lanolin allergy. <laughs> Unless you have a lanolin, exactly. Which I've heard more and more people People have about. it. Yeah. People have That's it. That's the yeah. sebum of a wool or of a sheep if That's anybody right. wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So gentle products, no actives afterwards. Got it. Um, what about if you can't swing a laser treatment? Like what's the next best thing? Yeah. So... Um, Prevention, mm-hmm. right, of course. Um, and it's going to be hard to compete with a laser if you're trying sure. to improve pigment or work with collagen. Um, there are superficial peels, which people can use, um, even superficial peels that people can use at home that are – That's not going to with redness, though, but that's more for the, the... – the Pigmentation issues and yeah. some clogged pores. I mean, glycolic peels on a regular basis are helpful. Yeah. Um, sal acid peels or salicylic acid washes for acne are extremely helpful. So you can do those things mm-hmm. and improve the quality of the skin. And, you know, I'm sure you've talked about retinols quite yeah. often on this show. Yeah. Um, you know, retinol is is the most effective topical product that you can use to reverse the damage that you've seen on your skin from the sun. Is do you like p- people to do that before they come to you to sort of like get their baseline better before they see you or – it would take so many Inside. years of using that to compete with what, what you, you can, can do. And yeah. Is there something, is there a product that you really like? Like a retinol that you really like? Or What's an in Dr. Analix medicine cabinet? Well, I use the prescription retinoids. I use tretinoin, which is the generic mm-hmm. form of retin-A. Um, there are, no, there's not one that you could use. Um, Skin Medica makes them, Elastin makes them, Neutrogena makes them, Rock makes them, in terms of retinols. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell people to use the one that's going to be not irritating on their skin. And that could be the formulation of the retinol or it could be um, what it's delivered in, the serum or the solution of the moisturizing components that come with it. Okay. And if sunscreen's so important mm-hmm. to you, yeah. what sunscreen do you use? I So I mostly use Neutrogena. Um, and I also use the Anthelios. Um, those are the two. I oh, think. the La Roche Posay. La Roche Posay. Yeah. yeah, 
I think those have the really the broadest coverage and, and, and hold well. And I always use an SPF of 30 or higher. And are you cool with like, I like a chemical sunscreen and a physical sunscreen. So sure. I'm getting all the wavelengths sure. covered. You know, the physical sunscreens are the most effective. That's the zinc and the titanium. But the ones that truly act as a physical blocker, the zinc and titaniums, do make the skin look pasty white. Oh, I don't mind. I'm just going to – I look like I have toothpaste <laughs> on my face, but then you know it's working, you know? You know it's working. And if not. you don't mind looking like that at the beach, but, you know, day to day – Yeah, you're not going to put it on. You yeah. won't put that on. Yeah. So – but, you know, so I, I, you know, if you're using any sunscreen, SPF 30 or higher, you should be in good shape. And what do you wash your face with? So uh, that's, that's where I'm really simple. So I, 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 I've said fill at home. Cetaphil. It's always like a Cetaphil. You guys love it. We do. It's weird, isn't it? I've been using a lot of the There's like a Cetaphil lobby out there that's hitting up all the doctor's offices. (laughs) Like what about some nice CeraVe or a little like – I love CeraVe moisturizer especially because they're packed with those ceramides, which we have in our skin. Those are oils and they're anti-inflammatory. And I feel like we're complementing all the natural ceramides we have in our skin when we're using that on the body. Okay. Sometimes, you know, I don't – not that I – treat so much of the dry skin and eczemas that are out there. But when patients mention they have it, I encourage them to get a jar of that CeraVe moisturizing cream for that reason. Who knew you were so cheap and cheerful? I love it. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're spending $10,000 on your laser, so you need like the $5. That's all the money you've got left. (laughs) Thank you so much. Very informative. Thank you. I hope so. It was. Thank you. It's time to raise a laser wand. That was like – I'm sorry. I geeked out. I know – I don't know how you felt about that, but I love Dr. Analik, and I I need to go to medical school and become a laser specialist. Maybe he'll let you apprentice after work. <gasps> don't you think that that's something you could and fit I can bring my, my own um, patients. Will you come in so I can zap you if he helps me? Um, You know what? I'm going to pass. All right. Fine. Let's raise a wand. Shall I go first? <laughs> Like, just the idea of you, like, holding a laser and me, like, in your eye line is so terrifying to me. I would get really excited, and you know that. I know. Okay. So I would like to raise a wand to Riddle Perfume Oil. Okay. Riddle, the original body oil. I can't even tell you guys who the manufacturer of this Riddle? is or where it came from. I discovered it through Lucky Scent, which is one of my favorite yeah. uh, websites. I believe they have a brick-and-mortar store on the West Coast. But they have all these really hard-to-find cool fragrances. And um, I was writing a story last year on, like, musks and, like, isoe super and all the interesting ingredients you don't know. And this body oil, not the perfume, but the body oil came in. And let me just tell you, it's the most luxurious body oil ever. The scent of it is like a non-scent. Nonsense scent? Why are you making a face at me like that? You're so funny. You're like, what's going on? A non-scent? A non-scent. It's like one of those... They, they, it's bullshit. They talk about, oh, there's pheromones in it. There's not pheromones in it, people. It's like a musk scent, a synthetic musk scent. But let me tell you, you put this body oil on, whatever you spray on top of it just gets like oomphed in the sex appeal, but in a soft way. Okay. Not okay. a laundry way, like in a skin musk kind no, of I way. No, I hear what you're saying. I hear um, what you're saying. So I've been wearing it under everything to just make it, it also gives it a little bit more lasting power, I, I think, hear you. too. But by itself, I just loaded it on. I was in my Uber and my Uber driver was like, I didn't even think I smelled like anything because it's very subtle. He's like, you smell delicious. You know I have to try that because you're describing something wildly like vague, but nice. Vague and nice. But I like it because I think sometimes those are the best scents. I'm I'm still chasing a scent from my childhood yeah. that is vague and nice, and I can't explain it to anyone. I'm looking for it. Like Vanilla Fields? Do you remember that no, drugstore perfume? of course I do. No, this is like a plasticky clover smell. 
But that's not what this is about. I'm open this is to a lovely riddle. I think there might be a little bit of an amber in there, too. And if anybody out there is a perfume game or a perfumer, I looked everywhere online to see if anybody could help me figure out what molecules are in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still can't. So I would love a perfumer to get on that and tell me what it really is. I've never heard of riddle. That's well, cool. now you have. What are you raising a wand to? Okay. So I... Do take vitamins. Um, I you know you know I love the care of you know that I like you know a gummy hair vitamin. Mm-hmm. I'm taking all kinds of vitamins lately. So, but I feel like I'm at my vitamin capacity. It's like how much can a girl take? I have to get to work. I'm picturing know? foie gras. We're just stuffing them Stop down it. your that's gullet. So, oh, that's so dark. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. No foie gras. Okay, for the geese. Go on. So <laughs> then, I was like, no more, no more. Well, I recently had breakfast with the lovely Amanda Chantal Bacon, past Fat Mascara guest, and I was telling her, you know, I kind of unloaded on her a little bit, and I was like, I'm so effing tired. I was so tired when I saw her. I mm-hmm. told I, – I kind of was a little – I was a little bit of a Debbie Downer. I was like, I'm really run down. I got to go. Let's make this jiffy. I'm exhausted. And – she was like, you should be taking Super U. Remember when she came out and talked to, to us about Super U? Yeah, I, I was buying everything that she was selling. Well, I never took the Super U. Okay. And she was like really kind of a little bossy about taking it. Uh-huh. I've been taking it, she recommended for me because I was such a case. <laughs> I take it two, twice a day. It's two capsules twice a day. So it's been two weeks. I've been taking it twice a day. like as With direct- your regular multivitamin Yeah, with fish. all my other stuff. Okay. And it's just like a... Well, you know I've been having a crazy couple of weeks. Like Jen see me in the office. Like it's I been- didn't want to point it out to everybody. But she's been there. It's like 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock nights. every night. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and then we do the podcast. I don't want to be a martyr, but it's been intense. I actually think I'm coping really well. And I actually... Somebody said to me the other day in a meeting, all like they kind of said in this like a little bit of with this attitude... Why do you look so relaxed? And you said, "I said nothing. I just you smiled." Said, Super you. Well, I thought moon I, juice. I thought about it, and I thought, "What have I been doing?" Because I don't like. I don't feel super super relaxed. But it's helping but you I, balance. I, I think that's what it is. Cool. Super you. All but right. you need to take twice as much as it says on the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know if that's it, but I have to think that's the only thing worth, I've been doing it's differently. It's worth raising a wand to. Good Super one. you. So, like, yeah, I'm going to keep going for, uh, I'm going to finish the bottle. All right. I like it. Yeah. Super you. Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. 
Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.